0: Guys, I'm Julia, certified personal trainer, corrective exercise specialist, macro coach and nutritional guru, mental health advocate and fighter, and lead trainer of Burn Camp of Clifton Park. I'm here to get real with you. I truly believe the mind and the body are connected on so many levels. Here we'll discuss the true battles with mental health and how to overcome fitness motivational blocks, as well as how to focus on the little things in life and achieve a happier, more confident you. In the end. To get to where we want to be, it's the mindset that matters most, focusing on having a positive perspective. So let's make today a great one. And remember, it could always be worse. Hey, team, and welcome to another episode of the It Could Be Worst podcast. I'm your host, and today I'm doing something a little different. I've been kind of been asked this a couple times, and um, I guess I wanted to get the flow going of the podcast first before, but I've had a lot of requests, so I figured today is the day for a Q and a so a question and answers all day today for this week's podcast um, leading up to the next segment of the podcast, which I'm super excited for. I think this is a good transition into nutritional topics, which is something I get asked about 24-7 all the time, so I'm really excited to start diving into that part of my life and you know introducing you guys to that as well so I got a couple couple I got a bunch actually of random questions going on um so I just wanted to pick I think I no, I tried to get as many as I can and double up on some um but yeah, we're just gonna start dive in. If you have any more questions too at the end of this podcast, feel free to message me. Let me know um, if you guys also have any ideas for podcasts in the future. If there's something that you're really itching to know and talk about, definitely, definitely reach out to me. Let me know. Send me a message. I'm always up for feedback and you know getting more ideas out there. You know, I have a big giant list, but. I really want to do things that you know you guys need and you need help with. So definitely let me know and give me that feedback. I'm always, always 100% open to that. So cool. Well, I'm excited. Um, I'm just going to dive into the questions that I have. And I wrote them all down, not in really a specific order. So we're just going to dive right in. Um, this question is, what other podcasts do you recommend and listen to? is a great first question. So, um, I mean, I started getting into podcasts only a couple of years ago, but, um, when it comes to like fitness and nutrition, um, I listen a lot to uplift fit nutrition. Her name is Lacey Dunn and, um, she's a registered dietitian and she just has a lot of great information out there when it comes to like hormones. um, Metabolism, which is like something I'm really into, um, she really knows her stuff. So a lot of you know my questions that I get sometimes when I'm going through things, um, I, I love to listen to her. She just has some really awesome like golden nuggets in her podcast, um, Bucci Radio from Amanda Bucci. So when I started getting into um, entrepreneurship and you know starting my own online business which I don't really do anymore but stay tuned um I listen a lot to Amanda and I've been following her since she was competing so she was a um you know a fitness coach and a bikini competitor turned into this amazing like spiritual entrepreneur and she just has so many really deep topics so I love to listen to her and her brain cuz it's just something like Wow, like I just never think about things like she does, but it really gives you some good perspective. Um, I actually listen to Deeper Than Money. She has great things about um, money and like financial things, and she's very down to earth. So I love looking, listening to her. Um, my. My fitness or my fitness, my online uh, business coach that I worked with for six months is Megan Yelaney and she has the Pretty Awkward Entrepreneur podcast. So she has an amazing podcast as well that gives tons of awesome golden nuggets. Um, I listen to a lot, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Let's Get Uncomfy is um, Annie, who is like a huge Arbon girl and she like does just so much with fitness, nutrition, and mental health as well. So I like to listen to hers. Um, Crime Junkie is a great one for things not related to like fitness and entrepreneurship. The Office Ladies, oh my God, so freaking good. If you love The Office, you have to listen to The Office Ladies. It's freaking hilarious and I love them. Um, it's just the best. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. You just have to listen to it. If you don't watch The Office, I don't know if we could be friends anymore because The Office is the best. So go watch The Office. Um, and also, of course, listen to uh, my CEOs. Devin Klein's Next Level podcast is amazing. Actually, Burns coming out with a, like a entrepreneur business podcast. And then um, Morgan Klein has Coffee and Kettlebell. She, she has a lot about motherhood and things like that. So those are like, I guess, my top ones. And I kind of bounce around, and I really listen to podcasts like when I'm driving or running on the treadmill. So, um, you know, they kind of pop on randomly, and uh, but they're just great to listen to. So, if you haven't listened to those, go check them out. Yo. Um, (laughs) All right, question number two: What is the best advice you have received? Ooh. And if you could give one, oh, and if you could give one, what would be the same? So I remember reading this question. I'm like, I have no idea. And I really thought about it for a while. And I don't know if this was the exact words from this person, but it was pretty much like never look down on yourself and your potential. You are a good person inside. So you deserve a good life. I remember when her when she was telling me this, you know, I, I just kept thinking like, I'm not good enough. I, I, I don't know if I can or I'm very hard on myself. And she kept telling me like, you're a good person. You're a strong person. Why are you looking down on yourself that way? You have so much potential in this world. And it's like you have to envision yourself on this like higher platform. And I guess I would give the same advice to anyone. Like if you have a dream out there, if you have something that you're itching and, and want to go for. And hey, if if you're a good person, you deserve a good, happy life. Like there's no reason. You don't deserve to struggle in life if you're a good person. If you help others, if you're caring, if you're kind, if you're a good friend, a good mentor, a, a good employee, like a good daughter, sister, brother, whatever, like don't you deserve a good happy life too? So never look down on your potential and, and think you're worth less than, than who you than who you are. So like I always think about that too. Like I deserve to be happy and I deserve to have a happy life because I am a good person and I think you have to know that deep down inside and, and and think about that. So think about, are you a good person? Are you being kind? Are you being generous? Are you really living up to your potential or are you talking down to yourself and holding yourself back? So think about that today, friends. <laughs> okay, moving on. Question number three. I was kind of confused about this, so hopefully I'm answering this right. How do you communicate with people who don't have the same tools that you learn in therapy. Ooh, so I'm guessing maybe we struggle with depression, anxiety, you know, whatever, something to go into therapy in the first place, which is great or, or not, I don't know. Um, I would say, you know, if, you, if you've been working with a therapist or have a therapist um, or have never worked with a therapist, you no, know, like it is an amazing time to really learn about how you think and how others think and it kind of just puts all of your thoughts on a table and you're able to see them a lot clearer and you just feel a lot less weight on your shoulders because it's out in front of you and it's away from you for a second and you could kind of go through all of this these thoughts and feelings and have them make sense so I would say you know going through years and years of therapy and understanding how my brain thinks and how I process things and how I could be processing things. Um, I think the biggest thing is patience. You know, if if you're trying to communicate with someone that doesn't really understand, sometimes explaining to them is, is honestly, it's not worth it. They're just maybe mature wise aren't there yet. So sometimes you just need to take a deep breath and, and, and have some patience with people and, and realize that they're in a different place than you. And, you might have a deeper insight than them, or or maybe they do have an insight, but it's just you're you communicate differently. So I think a lot. I think I've learned to try try and have a lot of patience, a lot of patience with people. Sometimes, like I could have a short fuse, or I'm just frustrated, or I'm just like, how how can you be like so worried about this when like you know you're not dying or blah 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 blah. Like it could be worse. Ta da. Um, so I think just having a lot of patience is is key to having also just like a good you know balance in life so you're not always stressed out and and struggling about people because that can really get get to you guys. People can get to you. I don't know what number I am. Maybe question number 4. Um how do you balance healthy eating ooh when you go out and have a special event? Ooh this is a a question I get all the time. Um like how am I how am I supposed to lose weight, or or you know follow my macros if, if I'm trying to like have a party or go out? I mean, now we can start going out, thank God. But um, kind of going back to balance and I think learning number one, I'm always gonna go back to this learning what your macronutrients are and what macronutrients are. So you know understanding what your food is. So going out to eat and stuff, um, a good thing to do is you know look over the menu before and you know plan it out for your day so for instance like if I'm going to an Irish pub later tonight okay Irish pub uh, there's probably gonna be a lot of beer burgers fries nachos things like that if I do want to have one of those and it fits into my macronutrients awesome so how would I plan out the rest of my day well number one if you're drinking alcohol like it's alcohol is made up of carbs and fats so it's a good balance to cut back on one or both of those throughout the day and plan for it so like throughout the day I would probably cut back a little bit on my carbohydrates leading up to when I was going out but also like you know getting that balance at the menu so um, salads are great however they could be loaded with things so ask for things on the side ask for your dressing on the side take the you know blue cheese and the bacon crumbles out. Um, look for your protein sources as well. You know, make sure you have your proteins and your veggies on there. So like even if you have a burger, like some people go gluten free or no bun, I mean nine out of ten times people do that. If you do want the bun, maybe instead of fries, ask for a side salad. Like always ask your server because they can probably do it. Um I was a server and I would make substitutions all the time. So don't be afraid to ask like, hey, like could I have um a side salad or you know half the serving of sweet potato fries or, or whatever another thing I do sometimes too is like if I look at my plate and it's too big get a freaking to-go container right away and put your meal into it that you know like this is way too much food and I I don't want to overstep my portions so just like take some of your portion and put it away so you're not even thinking about it anymore um another thing too is when you're out to eat just constantly be drinking your water. This is something I'm bad at, but it helps. Like drink it before you sit down, um drink it you know while you're eating, uh drink it after you're eating, like just constantly be drinking water throughout your meal. Um but yeah, as for those substitutions, don't eat things that say like crispy, fried, you know, um get things that Are mostly like grilled um even sometimes saute though they'll like saute it in butter so you gotta you know make sure that that's not the case um and oh what's another thing there's so many things that you guys can do too like um oh I said the bun nothing already of course I I I thought of more but it's pretty much just play planning your day play planning your meal and looking for those healthy substitutions um and understanding that like even if you do go out and you do want a burger and fries like hey it's not the end of the world um you know you deserve to have that but you know it's it's not something to happen like every single day so once in a while is fine guys it is fine you're not going to lose all your progress from going out to eat um and, and when you're having a special event too, like sometimes I'll eat before I go just so I'm like full or fuller. That's why. And so I'm not like overstuffing myself with um, things that I don't need if I'm starving because yeah, you don't want to be starving. Um, but for instance, like I went to a wedding last weekend and they had a buffet for the um, hors d'oeuvres uh, cocktail hour. Um, So they had a whole fry food one, which I didn't go to. They had fruit and cheese. So I I stopped there. I looked for like chicken and they had shrimp. Um, So I really tried to stay as clean as possible and fill myself up with veggies because veggies and protein are what's going to make you guys full. So make sure you have those, have those on your menus, order those things first um, and just do healthy substitutions. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Can you, oh, this is a fun one. Can you eat too much protein? The answer is yes, you can. I mean, you can eat too much of anything. You can eat too much fat. You can eat too much carbs. So yes, you actually can eat too much protein. And actually eating too much protein um, is not fit for digestion and can actually cause weight gain and actually kidney problems, digestion problems, um, dehydration, things like that. So it's uh, how basically the protein is breaking down in your system. That's why if you are starting to add more protein into your diet, it's very you know, crucial that you're drinking enough water. So water is going to help that digestion in your kidneys and that protein breakdown. So make sure you're drinking water, but pretty much, you know, protein, the ideal protein amount is like a quick way to do it is 0.8 to 1.0 grams per pound. So if I'm 150 pounds, I could be like 150 grams of protein. Um, But however, some people like, can be different so if you exercise regularly or a lot um that can go up to 1.7 grams all the way up there per pound so it's i mean in the end it's all about balance it's all about knowing your macronutrients and and where you should be um that's why knowing your macros is so important um Here's one about burn. I've made significant improvements overall since joining burn, but what can I do outside of my burn workouts to help improve my core strength? I feel my core strength is um, by far my weakest area. Ooh, core is crucial. So, um, I mean, outside of burn, we do, I mean, a lot with, with core. And honestly, like, even though protocol says, like, core days, you're still working core throughout the week. So this is why I always tell my members, my clients, to lift heavy. So it's, for example, when you're doing like a heavy goblet squat, you are working your core muscles like probably more than your legs sometimes, guys. Like lifting heavier weight is going to help your core strength. You're using more muscles. Your core is like your tree trunk. So if you have heavy weight above your head, you're bracing that tummy tight to support that heavy weight. So core strength comes a lot, from lifting heavier than you're used to and getting out of that comfort zone um, but some things you know to do at home is i love to practice dead bugs like getting that pelvic tilt down because sometimes we're not activating our core correctly so getting into you know dead bugs like i said pelvic tilt understanding your plank form like really focusing on you know core um, form is really important too to make sure that you are activating and working those muscles properly. So, um, you know, practicing planks at home, even glute bridges is a way to help work on that pelvic tilt, just working on pelvic floor, you know, Exercises at home, doing crunches and sit-ups all day—that's not going to work your core, guys. If anything, it's just going to burn you out. Like you really need to dive deep into those muscles. Um, so next time you're in the gym working out, and we say lift heavy, lift heavier. You're even though you're you're doing shoulder presses, like you're still working your core if you're lifting heavy enough. Um, is there a certain next one? Is there a certain number of calories that one should not exceed while eating in a deficit? Ooh, for example, should you not exceed a hundred calorie deficit or is that deficit number different for everyone? This is a good question. So deficits are kind of confusing sometimes. Number one, yes, everyone is a hundred percent different. Everybody. Everyone has a different body composition, everyone has a different lifestyle, activity level, hormones, like whatever. We're all different. So everyone's numbers are not the same. Everyone eats differently. Um so, a quick way to think about a deficit is number one, you need to know your maintenance calories. You're probably what what is maintenance calories? So, maintenance calories are pretty much your your BMR or how many calories that you burn just by sitting here listening to my podcast. So, how many calories you're burning from digestion, um, your organs working, sleeping, things like that. You burn calories just by doing that, and then you know adding in all of your activity. So, you're working out, your daily life. From there that equals your maintenance calories. So these are how many calories you need just to maintain your body composition now. So knowing where that is let's say it's you know 2,000 calories then your deficit a quick way to do it is uh, subtracting 500 calories for your max deficit. So that would be 1500 calories is your deficit. Going below that is too low in your deficit. So in your deficit, you're still able to build muscle or maintain muscle while losing body fat. Going too low in a deficit, eating too little in a deficit could cause the opposite. It could cause metabolism slow down, which means weight gain. So that's not what we want. Um, Another way to calculate it too is taking um, 20 to 30% of your um, of your maintenance calories so if you take 30 percent of you know that 2000 that'll drop you down to 14 so like that's there's a little bit of wiggle room when it comes to figuring out your deficit i always tell people up to 500 calories just because it's easier to do the math um but some people who have hormonal issues like thyroid issues sometimes need to go a little bit lower in their deficit because they're able to because of their slow metabolism however The thing about deficits, and I see this all the time, is people think, and macro coaches out there think, that you stay in your deficit forever. It doesn't matter. You have to stay in a deficit. Yes, but your maintenance calories will change. Your BMR is going to change. Um, Your metabolism has changed. If you are low in your deficit at 1,400 calories for too long, your metabolism is starting to reflect your deficit at 1400 calories, when your maintenance calories is all the way up to 2000. And that's where your metabolism should sit. So there comes to a point where if you're too, if you're in your deficit for too long, like for instance, if you've been eating the same way for two years, and you're like, I'm not losing weight, I'm gaining weight, but I eat healthy, I eat, you know, the same things every day. Yeah, that's because your metabolism is starting to slow down because you're not eating enough. So Yes, you can be in a deficit, but sometimes that deficit can change and you need to reverse diet and go up in your calories. I know that might sound confusing, but this is something that I do with clients. So, um, you know, just working with someone or knowing how to calculate your deficit and knowing when you need to reverse diet and get out of deficit mode is also very important. Like I try not to have people in a deficit for, you know, probably more than... 16 weeks, you know, trying to give them a diet break, um, and have them kind of add some calories back in and then, you know, go back down into a new deficit and figure out where your maintenance calories are. So it's a constant up and down. Um, but it's, you know, really being in tune with your body as well. So yes, <laughs> I, I took this question. I don't know if this person was serious, but I go, why are bananas so high on carbs? Why? <laughs> I love it. So yes, Bananas are high in carbs. Fruits are high in carbs. Uh, bananas are made of carbs, guys. And when the bananas ripen, the starch of that carb um, becomes that sugar, that fructose, which is a, you know, sugar is a form of carbohydrate. And if you don't know, there is four calories per gram um, when it comes to carbs. So, yes, fruits are made of carbs, guys. I don't know why. It's just the world, I guess. Um but next question. I know macros are for daily consumption, but if I'm over and under on a few days, should I look more at the whole week rather than day to day or is that too tricky to stay consistent? So this is a good question. Um I like this question. I would say that if you are just starting out with your macronutrients, like you've never done macros before, um you need to get into a consistent lifestyle, then yes looking at things day to day staying on point like sometimes if people are like a, like 5 grams under 10 grams over you know just starting out like that's fine but trying to hit those numbers like on the dot um you know those first couple couple weeks is i think important just to get yourself in that groove in that system and then as you get more consistent if you're consistent with your workouts if you now you're being consistent with your macronutrients looking at it more as like a whole week can become more realistic. And that's sometimes what I do. I have days where I'm I'm having more of a high carb day than anything. So the next day, yes, I'm gonna cut down a little bit and balance out the whole week that week. And some people do carb cycle, you know, but we can get into that another time. But um, so yeah, I would say if you're just starting out and, and need that consistency, being as close as you can. But if you're over and under, you know, on Mon- if Monday you're over on carbs and, you know, really low on fats, then the next day, like, okay, maybe I'll balance that out a little bit and reflect it on my workout. Like if I'm doing, um, you know, really heavy, heavy lifts, like, yeah, I'm going to probably have a little bit more carbs this day too. And that's okay. And, you know, it's okay because you've been so consistent over time. That little wiggle is all right. So don't think you have to be 100% on the dot all the time if you are consistent you know you're you have more room for I guess error if that makes sense um but good question I like that how much and what and when to eat before workouts I struggle with a lot of with this a lot ooh um so it, I mean depending on when you work out like if you work out super early in the morning like the four forty five 45 a.m.ers you know sometimes people don't work out or don't eat um I think it kind of depends on your body. Like if you need, if you're feeling like depleted and lightheaded, like you should probably eat something. Um, I usually eat like a half hour to an hour before, um, just cause you want to digest the food, but you still want to have the food like in your system. If that makes sense. Um, So a half hour to hour before I usually eat. And then I always try to have something with plenty of carbohydrates because carbohydrates give you guys energy. So you need energy for that workout. And I also try and have protein as well. Um, I usually, because of my routine, I'll have oats um, with a scoop of protein and a little bit of peanut butter Um, for my workouts. um, That little bit of fat too just helps, you know, overall too because fats is another source of energy but tastes good too um so I'll usually have that like a half hour before I work out just so I can like kind of de-bloat a little bit um and it's good to just know like also like how much you should be eating so I wouldn't have like a giant ginormous you know waffle and eggs and sausage before you work out like that's not good um so get you know good complex carbs like sweet potatoes. I used to have like sweet potato hash sometimes. Um if I'm in a bind, like I'll usually have protein yogurt and granola too just to have like my protein and my carbohydrates that way. Um fruit is another good one before a workout. You know, it has those carbohydrates, you know, sometimes having fruit with like almond butter um can help as well. Get a, it's not a lot of protein, but it's enough um to kind of get you through depending on your workout as well. Like, if you're going into a workout that's like 2 hours like you're going to need a good amount of food in your system um things like that so i would say half hour an hour eat something with you know good complex carbs and some protein for that energy and recovery (laughs) um okay we're i'm flying through these this is awesome okay um Ooh, more, more about carbs. I love it. Carbs suck. I feel everything is a carb. I can hit fats. I can hit protein. Um, but carbs, the only time I don't go over is if I'm under calories, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and also in the uh, struggle city right now. Okay. Sorry. I'm just reading the whole comment. Um, so carbs are tough, guys there's carbs everywhere. Carbs are everywhere. Um, they're the most manipulative. They're the most feared out of the micronutrients because they're non-essential to the body. Um, so that's why like, there's keto and all of this stuff too. So number one, don't be afraid of carbs. Carbs are actually your friend. Um, you actually probably need more carbs than you think um, to have that energy and recovery. Um, and they just fuel your muscles in such an amazing way. So carbs, number one, don't be afraid of them. But you know, if you have a specific macronutrient goal and you are going over carbs, carbs, the first thing I would do is go through your diary. Number one, make sure you are inputting things correctly. So, if you're not sure if you're doing that, let me know. Um, but you know, make sure too that you're doing your detective work. So, go through and see where your carbs are coming from the most. Um, You know, it could be, oh, I'm eating three things with fruit today and that's really adding it up. Um, It could be my Dave's Killer Bread. The two slices is like actually a lot and I should get this in slices. Like just looking at where most of your carbohydrates are coming from is a right way to just pinpoint like, okay, like I don't want to cut this food out, but, you know, maybe I just have to cut it down a little bit or balance it out somewhere else. Um, Taking a little bit of granola off of your yogurt – trying to think what i eat a day. <laughs> you know, cutting my full scoop of rice to a half a scoop. Like i'm still eating it, but maybe i just need to cut back a little bit. So, it's just like doing that detective work learning what you're eating and look at other sources as well. Like is your protein powder does it have a lot of carbs in it? If so, maybe you need to make the switch. Um, you know, and looking for those foods that oh my gosh, like that work with your with your macros that work best for you. So I would say it takes just some detective work. I always have the best and my clients always have the best outcomes with macronutrients if they just pre-plan, pre-plan the night before and uh, meal plan and, and get those things just set and out of the way so they don't have to think about it and they don't have to worry about going over. Um, so do that detective work. Yo, do it up. Learn about your food. Um, and my next question, I only have a couple a couple left. I have two left, two left. Ta-da! Macros and meal plans? Question mark. Wait, that's not really a question. <laughs> I like that. Macros and meal plans. What are I'm guessing what are macros or what are and what are some meal plans? Um actually this is a good lead into. I guess I am opening um this summer in a couple of weeks I'm going to start macro coaching again, guys. <gasps> I'm going to open that up. It's uh, I've kind of taken a break from it because things at Burn have gotten so busy, but I I there's so much more I want to do with my macro coaching. I want to do you know ebooks and courses, so I'm I'm working on that because I feel like this is just you know knowledge that I get asked all the time, and I really just want to help you guys understand macros and not be afraid of macros, and learn that anything out there, any diet, which I don't I don't like using that word, is Just macros. All macros are is your food. It's all it is. It's just learning your food. Food is made of carbs, fats, and proteins, and all these micronutrients. So that's really all it is. It's learning about what you're eating, how much you're eating, and understanding the balance of food, and, and having that just amazing relationship with it. I love food. I eat all the time, and I'm telling you, when you work with me, I usually tell me tell you you have to eat more. So learning food and all about macronutrients is amazing. When it comes to meal plans, I don't write out meal plans. I'm not the type of person that be like, you have to eat this, this, and this, and actually. I technically can't do that because I'm not a registered dietitian. So, if you have a macro coach out there that says you have to eat this, this, and this, they are wrong. Um, you can only do that if you are a registered dietitian and have blood work and all this, you know, medical things. So, yeah, I cannot do that, but I can teach you how to create your own meal plan and understanding what a meal plan is for you. Because, in the end, we are all different, my friends. We are all so different, and food is. So different for all of us, but it doesn't have to be an enemy. So, stay tuned, and if you are interested in macro coaching, uh, just message me now, and we can probably get started. So, yay! So I say this one for last because it was a funny question that I was like, "Oh man, this is hilarious." Um, How do you and Ryan work together so well training? I I know my husband and I could never work together, and things would turn out badly. So, yes, my fiance Ryan and I work together at Burn. Um, And I guess, well, it's funny because we worked together years ago and that's how we became friends. We were both with other people. um, And so we became friends and then we were both single and then we started dating and here we are. Now we're getting married, which is funny. Not funny. It's amazing. Um, So I I would say like number one, we just naturally do work really well together. Um, We're good employees together and in the end, I think it just comes down to Ryan and I are best friends. And we, in the end, we are friends. So we had that awesome like work relationship before we even started dating. And now that we're like full circle back here, it's just, I guess it's fun. Again. It's just fun. Like we enjoy working together. We love working together. Honestly, we spend, we spend so much time together. <laughs> like if I have girls now, I'll be like, can Ryan come? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> like he's, he's just always with me. Cause like, we just, love to be in each other's company we really are each other's best friend like we we could be sitting in a box together all day and have just so much fun um and and I think it just comes to like every relationship is different um you know we're compatible that way we're very similar we're both Scorpios so we're both very like dramatic and um powerful I don't really know the definition of Scorpios but that's why I think I am um but we are. We're best friends. We love to work each other. We have a lot of communication though because yeah, there is times during work where we will bicker. We will get into things. We will be annoyed with each other. It happens actually more than you know. Um, well, I hope you know. I hope people don't say that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We never try and like show that part to any like you know you you leave it at the door once you're at work you're at work um so I think like understanding that too like we need to be professional and once the people leave when camp's over and the the building is empty then we can let out you know our frustrations so it's like we need to have a lot of communication you have to have a lot of open communication and know each other you can't hide anything (laughs) especially if you work together because like that's just going to reflect your job performance, which is not okay. So I think just like us realizing and loving our job so much, like we understand like we can't bring our personal life to work. We have to keep it professional because we love this job. We love our members and all of that could be saved at home. I have a rough time with that communicating sometimes. So Ryan's always the one like, what's going on? Just tell me blah, blah, blah. And then we'll talk about it and then we're fine. So never go to bed you know, angry is something I always say too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think we just have a, f- we have a fun story, how we got together. And I think it's just fun how that reflect now. And, uh, he's just my partner in crime. So I'm sure I annoy him a lot more than he annoys me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So he might have a different opinion about this, but I would hope to think that in the end, it's just, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. So, um, and if you if you can't work with your husband or significant other that's okay. I think some people are different. They just need, you know, more space and it doesn't mean like your relationship's any worse or better than mine. You know, every relationship's different. I think I think we all communicate differently. Like if you read the book um the five love languages, like we all communicate differently and I think I think Ryan and I just communicate the same. So it's easier for us to work together. Um and things like that. So that's what I would say. But all right team. Well, I got a bunch of questions down. Um, yeah, I think this was fun. I like this a lot. It was just fun to like talk about a bunch of things. And like I said, introduce you guys into macronutrients and, um, you know, learning more about me too. So I, I love those fun personal questions. It's just, it's just hilarious. So I hope you guys enjoyed this segment and we'll definitely do more. So think about more questions. Let me know. And guys, yes, I am going to be introducing macros uh, back in. We'll be diving way more into nutrition on this podcast coming up. So stay tuned. Um, a lot more into workouts too. You know, that, those are um, things I really want to get into, like structuring workouts, you know, lifting heavier, things like that. So I'm excited for for all the things to come. Um, but yeah, guys, I hope you're having an amazing week, amazing day. Get out, get after it be the best you that you can be. I hope you enjoyed today's today's segment and stay tuned for for next week. And like I said, if you guys have any feedback when it comes to podcasts, please let me know. Um, I would love, love, love to hear what you guys are interested in and want to hear about. Um, But yeah, stay tuned. And if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, macro coaching with me, getting more into that, uh, please let me know, send me a message and I'll give you kind of the deets of what's going on um, and get you on my wait list. So, Have an amazing day, guys. Stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm excited. And uh, peace out, Cubs Stouts. All right, team, that's it. Another episode down. Thank you so much for listening. And hey, make sure if you're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe, or if you're on Spotify, hit follow. So you can be updated with all new episodes coming out each and every week. Make sure you leave those five stars below and keep sharing it with those friends and family. Screenshot me, tag me, let me know that you're listening. And hey guys, it could be worse.